0: everyone and welcome to the atomic cinema experiment i am peter and joining me as always is tara
1: greetings citizens
0: welcome to the tara show mm-hmm. <laughs> hey you're the one that's got the name because with t uh you've got <laughs> even are, you have the r but it's the closest i mean this i mean the taraman show i guess mm-hmm. <laughs> But yes, we're going to talk about the Tribune Show, uh, which was actually a vote winner. Not the regular Ace vote winner. We now have a $10 vote on patreon.com slash TV every month. Uh, two shows from the Atomic Cinema Experiment, which is this, our sci-fi movie podcast, go up against two movies from Screams After Midnight, the horror movie show that I do with Tim. And for the second month in a row, an Ace option won the vote. And
1: Yeah, you really need to put better movies on the Screams option,
0: apparently. <laughs> so... <laughs> truman show was the winner the theme of the vote was 1998 it was all all four movies were from 1998 uh why because i i thought of it basically that's, that's the answer uh so we'll start spoiler free uh, and we'll give you warning before we get into spoilers uh, truman show came out in 1998 of course uh as i just said and is directed by peter weir who is a very notable filmmaker i know tara mm-hmm. loves master and commander far yeah, side of the definitely world
1: in my top 10 if not my top five
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, Peter Pierre, Weir Pierre, Pierre is one of these like sort of directors that I think I probably discovered through the Truman Show and then over time kind of, you know, checked out different things. It's been a while since he made a movie, actually. Uh, mm-hmm. I assume he's probably maybe, I don't know if he's officially retired, but, you know, he's he's pretty old dude now. So uh, the last movie he did was The Way Back in 2010, which I saw in theatres, which I went to see because it was a Peter Weir movie. And by that point, I was, I cared. Uh, but, you uh, know, he did Picnic at Hanging Rock and he did, uh, uh, witness with harrison ford and
1: i like that movie a lot witness
0: yeah so he's, he's done some noble stuff uh so and it is a science fiction film it's maybe not the most laser blast time travely science fiction film it's a very low-key science fiction film but science fiction all the same although admittedly some actual tv shows have gotten scarily close to what the true show is that we're almost at the point where it's not really science fiction anymore but it was when it was made and that's the important part.
1: I think this is probably the most Twilight Zone episode we've, or movie that we've watched. If, yeah, like it feels a like, premise.
0: Yeah, it does. It feels like a Twilight Zone premise. Um, uh, and I say that positively. Like everything mm-hmm. about it feels like, a, and it feels like a, it basically feels like an auteur, you know, read like an unfinished Twilight Zone script and says, I can, I can add some class to this and do a mm-hmm. full movie out of it.
1: I guess it's a little bit like the the one that we really liked from the first season with the actor, who, like all of a sudden, mm. is his life is a his life is uh, the movie or no? It's well, like reverse. so yeah. He thinks he's the character. He, he then, hears cut yeah. from the director, and he kind of like wakes up and he's in this world when he thought that the movie world was the the real life.
0: Yeah, so definitely there's some parallels to certain episodes, and then mm-hmm. the whole thing just feels like a Twilight Zone es premise. Uh, so, what is the premise of Truman Show? If you're unfamiliar with it, it is Jim Carrey stars as as Truman, and he is the world's first ever kind of corporate owned person. In that he was adopted by a corporation, and his entire life has been broadcast as a reality TV show, where he is unaware that it's a TV show. He's unaware that everyone else is an actor. His you know his parents, his you know love interests, his best friend, all the extras that are walking around—they're all actors there's cameras everywhere it's you know and this actually came out in 1998 this was like like maybe two years before like the start of like big brother is which is maybe kind of the closest parallel in a lot of ways Mm -hmm. to because it's just like the fly in the wall watching people live kind of thing obviously they all know they're in a thing uh but yeah
1: i've never seen big brother i don't know what that is i've heard about it though i mean but there's also other reality shows that might have been around like wasn't survivor a thing already
0: yeah, Maybe not. I don't know. I mean, I never, I've never seen Survivor. I was, and then, I was like, like MTV either, had but... a
1: bunch of, like, I don't know, young adults living in a house together, the real world. Um, that might have been on at the time. Seems like the right era for it.
0: Yeah. I, I think the reason why it's easy to compare it to Big Brother, apart from just the core premise, is that Big Brother, at least after a couple of years, there was literally a channel that had a 24-hour feed of the of the house. Like, you know, it was that insane.
1: Mm. Wow. Um.
0: Although what they don't tell you in Truman show is that for legal reasons, they have to air in a slight delay and mute tons of stuff. Because if it's during mm-hmm. the day, they can't show any swearing. And then at nighttime, if they start saying things like, oh, Coca-Cola gives you AIDS or something like that. They're like, oh, we can't hear that. We can't let that, that sentence go out. We'll get sued. So they have to mute a lot of things uh, yeah. to, to make it work. Yeah. Um, uh, that was just a random example. I, I am no way suggesting that Coca-Cola does, in fact, give you a sexually transmitted <laughs> disease. I'm pretty sure that's physically impossible. Uh, physics is not allowed. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, so basically, his whole life's a lie. He's in a TV show. And the story, of course, of the movie is him slowly so, sort of recognizing and starting to question his, his reality and realizing what he's in. And it's that journey that we follow. And that's the, mm-hmm. that's the, that's the Truman Show. And I think what's interesting about this one is that this came out in 1998 at a time where I was probably really into Jim Carrey movies because I was a kid and I really liked, uh, you know, I liked the Ace Ventura movies, I like The Mask, and I like Liar Liar, uh, you know, Dumb and Dumber even. Like, you know, Jim Carrey even. was of course. Jim Carrey <laughs> was, you know, he's at his prime. Everything he was making was was doing mm-hmm. big business.
1: Uh, when nature calls holds up. Uh, yeah, uh, probably. uh i don't know for sure but i don't know if there's anything funnier than jim carrey being birthed out of a rhino yeah maybe vincent d'onofrio's performance in minute black can come close
0: (laughs) yeah Uh, i'm not sure everything uh in those early jim carrey movies will hold up i mean i'm sure some do and some don't Uh, oh yeah probably but i think this one when it came out i probably didn't like it because i was nine years old (laughs) I expected a Liar Liar movie. <laughs> and instead I got this satirical science fiction film, which at the time I just didn't get. Uh, what This was one of these movies where I watched that again at about 17, 18, when I was a bit older and started starting to really get into film and care about things. It was like this, like... Wait, this is... This is freaking great. What what was I thinking yeah. as a young child? <laughs> this is amazing. What's going on? Which I guess spoils my opinion of the movie. Tara, what do you think? <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah, I think it is amazing. It not only does it hold up, but I think it ages really well, especially with, uh, you know, YouTube and everybody putting their whole lives on YouTube. Yeah. And it is, like, pe- people get bought out, too. Like, they, you watch, like, what I eat in the day and it's all these people are like, oh, I love this mushroom coffee. <laughs> like, it sounds <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> so you're probably being paid to, to enforce that, but, like, or promote it. Um, it's yeah it it, it's really great like it's such a cool premise and i think it's really well directed like i love peter weir obviously because of he's made one of my favorite films but i think the direction it has like the perfect amount of this is still like a utopia that we see even though everything we're watching is super dark and actually kind of a horror film (laughs) from a different perspective
0: sure yeah yeah uh no, but to go back to your first point like that this this is kind of one, one of these weirder films that it's actually become more relevant as time has went on so like shockingly it was very predictive and you know not <laughs> not that we have this exact thing not that we have a big dome that's the you know the the, the, the second man-made structure to ever be visible from space as they point out in the movie right it's yeah. a whole set but yeah there's just little bits of this that have shown up in reality tv and then into youtube and the, the way that media is consumed and how everything's 24-7 also, now. also, everybody
1: has cameras on them all the time. Like, mm-hmm. maybe they're not always on, but, like, we have listening devices. Like, if I say the words, okay, Google, like, my phone lights up, my computer lights up, that thing just lit up back there, my Google Home, <laughs> <laughs> you know?
0: Uh, Tara, like, I think we should talk about how many Google products you
1: <laughs> I mean, I've already accepted that I'm being watched. Okay. <laughs> Although this movie, when I first saw it, I, I was in middle school when it came out and it did like make me paranoid. <laughs> not not to the point where I actually thought that things were, that people were watching me, but it was one of those things like if I were being watched, I really like want to make sure I, I'm not doing anything stupid. Like, of, I don't know, it kind of made me a little bit honest. That's odd. Just Hard to say. <laughs> well, honest. <laughs> like, it helped with my integrity. Okay. All right.
0: Okay. Just so, in case. So you don't really mean stupid. You mean doing something you shouldn't be. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yes. Because uh, I would argue that being true to yourself would be doing something stupid anyway. Like, you know, I don't care if someone's watching. I'm going to do my silly dance in the mirror. I
1: mean, I, this movie brings up a lot of points like that. Like, yeah, it does. are yeah. you really being yourself if you know you're being watched? Or, um, I mean, it's a very, like thought-provoking film like way more than i was expecting when i watched it this time because i don't think i've seen it since the theater oh really but, but it really um like all the scenes i i guess is a movie that did stick with me because none of it seemed new when i was watching it yeah, yeah Except maybe the details
0: yeah I, like it's just one where a lot of the major beats kind of stick in your head I, i've seen it a bunch of times now because right? i i sort of rediscovered it, like i said at like 17 or whatever and then you know bought the dvd watched it there bought the blu-ray watched it there i think mm-hmm. i probably saw it like on tv a couple times like it's one of these ones that i, I kind of kept, kept coming back to once i sort of discovered how much i loved it and it's one that's sort of so rich with details and all the and it's, it's very quirky and funny with how it presents a lot of these details but yeah. because it's satire like you say if you look at it from a certain perspective it's kind of horrific uh you know the, the way that they kind of try and make sure he can never leave the island by constantly either blocking him like the, the visual that's or always stuck in my mind or giving him
1: like a lifelong fear
0: <laughs> well is that yeah but the, the visual that's always stuck in my mind since the first time i saw it is when he's sitting in like the uh the travel agents and there's a poster next to his head of a plane getting struck by lightning saying it could happen yeah, to you it's really
1: funny there's also like a poster of like beware of travel because of like rabid dogs and <laughs> like disease and all these other things that can happen to you gangs yeah
0: <laughs> 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 yeah, it's, it's super manipulative, and you know, you know, I, it's it's. I think what what I do forget sometimes is how late in the film it is before you actually get to see the characters who like the in the outside the world guys. who control it. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Uh, but obviously, the, the film does open with a shot of Ed Harris, who is the, the the showrunner, as it were, and he's got a little bit of a monologue there. But after that, you do not see him again for like an hour. Mm-hmm. Like he's gone for a long time, and we we just stick with Truman, and it's all from his perspective and. I mean, not all. I mean, there's like the odd cutaway to an audience member, but they contr- people controlling stuff we don't see again yeah. for a long time. Yeah, he's the puppet master. Yeah, he's the one pulling the strings.
1: Pull the strings! <laughs> I just wanted a reason to say that.
0: Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> I don't get that reference. Uh, <laughs> Whatever. So... <laughs> so yes uh so basically the, the kickstart of the plot is that uh, a light falls out of the sky like a big sort of studio light uh mm-hmm. lands in the road uh right in front of truman's house and that's kind of this that's it's, it's weird it's, 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 it's a bit odd. yeah
1: it's interesting because we don't really know about the dome yet
0: yeah that's not until later yeah
1: but like we get but he picks up the light it's a studio light and it's labeled like Sirius canis major which is a star so presumably all the stars are just mm. studio lights.
0: <laughs> which is actually a really inspired little detail, to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> all the stars yeah there's are a lot of them. Lights.
1: I was reading the trivia and I didn't notice this one, but on their kitchen counter is mm-hmm. a big like thing of vitamin D, which you have to take if you don't get sunlight because he never ah, gets real, real sunlight.
0: sunlight. Ah, there you <laughs> go. That's that's actually pretty funny. Okay. Nah because well, uh, the stuff that always sticks out to me once I got older was like just like all the product placement, um, like mm-hmm. something as simple as like the extras who would purposely always push him up against the poster, so that there was like a shot of him standing next to this poster, right. uh, and just just little things like or that. His that friend, that it fun.
1: That's a beer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you
0: know what I love about the performances of everyone but Jim Carrey. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, not the control people, but everyone else in the world and in, in the town is that there's this kind of duality to it where they're playing you know the role of his wife or the role of his best friend but they also have this extra layer of what well, they're actually playing an actor playing the role of his best friend or they're playing an actor playing the role of his wife yeah and it, just, and it, adds it does thing come up as
1: that like when you watch a movie inside of a movie and everyone's mm. just a little bit bad
0: <laughs> yeah yeah uh or, or, or more specifically in this, it's like everyone's a little bit too happy and perfect. Yeah. Like everything that everyone's like, why would you ever want to leave? It's perfect. Look at that sunset. There's no place like this, Truman. <laughs> um, yeah. But one yeah. detail that stuck out to me this time that I'd, that I'd kind of forgotten. I always remember this moment, but I'd, I didn't like the visual itself I'd forgotten is mm-hmm. that they're looking through a family album at one point, And the idea is that they've basically planted fake memories in the photo album so that he, he thinks he's left the town as a baby, you know, when he's too young to remember it. And there's right. a photo in front of the, uh, not the Grand Canyon, the... Uh, Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore. And, like, it just looks... it's not That's not Mount Rushmore. <laughs> it doesn't look like yeah. Rushmore at all.
1: He's like, I thought it would be bigger, because I think they were going for a forced perspective yeah. with just a tiny, like, stand... <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> but it, it really looks bad.
0: Yeah, it doesn't look like it at all. And it's just, it's that fun and creativity You get the sense that we're having a lot of fun doing this, even though they're doing this kind of, you know, strong satirical story about control and about being locked into your society and the controlling factors around you because i think this is equally about kind of predicting media and talking about how viewers view characters and view people once they're on tv and consume media as it is also you know deconstructing just human beings like from from Truman's perspective the idea that he like his world is so fabricated around him with the idea of he's being coddled by everything and he thinks he has freedom but he doesn't really have it's an illusion of freedom and yeah so there's like two sort of branches of analysis to sort of go down with it yeah
1: um not to mention just all the ethical questions that come up with it
0: just yeah yeah like because they keep talking about uh you know the wife keeps saying let's try for a baby and i'm like when she signed up for this role, which, by the way, she signed yeah. up for it when she was like seventeen, because you know, she, she, their first meetings when they're in high school. Like, did yeah. she like say, "Yeah, I'm willing to have a kid for the show"? <laughs> yes, I'm going to get pregnant and have. A kid. Unless the pregnancy is completely faked. That said, it can't be though, because Ed Harris at one point says we're going to have the first live on air conception.
1: Yeah, I, I mean Ed Harris character too. Like he has this godlike complex. Like he, oh yeah, <laughs> he's literally like in the sun. <laughs> No, it's the um, moon he's in, is it not? He's in the moon, I yeah. think, and the sun. Cause, I don't know, because there's a scene where, like, I don't want to spoil it, because it kind of comes yeah, yeah. up late, but, like... I don't think the sun's well, maybe a stru- his maybe his voice is coming through, on the, yeah. through the sun.
0: Yeah, because uh, I don't think the sun's a structure, like the moon is, because the moon's literally the TV fly. studio, and the gallery, and the control rooms, and all that. Because, uh, you know, it's, it's basically the death yeah,
1: but he's like manipulating like I this is my world that I created. Mm-hmm. And like he has this this godlike complex where he says something super dark at like the end of the film that we'll talk about but like and it is one of those things like, well, do we have the ability to manipulate the people on television based on what we want to see? Like, you know, ratings are going down, let's maybe they should have a baby. But there's like real you know, moral implications there when it's real people who mm-hmm. have to have like a real conception on for for a show.
0: Yeah, even just the fact that uh, every time Truman's had sex with his wife, it's all based on a lie. So the question of like how much of that is he really consented to when you really yeah. think about it? Yeah. Because like, that's this woman's name that he knows is not her name. Like he he's been presented a lie,
1: uh, so i mean i'm sure that happens all the time in reality okay sure but
0: there's there's a difference between a one night stand where you give a fake name and you're both there for casual sex and you marry the person and think you're spending your life with them and all of it's based on a lie
1: yeah and when you do have feelings for someone like men in black show up and take her away
0: yes (laughs) exactly no choice that's like uh, and yeah, I mean, there's even things you can sort of parallel to. The idea of like someone's parents being like, no, that's not the girl for you. This is the girl for you. This, this This nice rich girl from this yeah. family. We want you to marry her. Like, or like, parallels. Uh, or like uh, um, I
1: don't know, like, parents that, yeah, parents that have arranged marriages for their yeah. children.
0: So, no, there's, there's a lot of like these little details that can kind of speak to specific things, which is kind of what makes it such a good uh, social deconstruction film mm-hmm. uh, in a lot of ways uh you know obviously uh, jim is a pretty good actor and it's one of these things where i don't think anyone realized just how good he was until he started doing things like this in man in the moon mm-hmm. uh and you know internal sunshine was a few years later like he really kind of proved that oh he's actually a really good actor who can do a lot of good drama stuff and he has don't get me wrong, he's still quirky and funny in this to a point but it's not like his previous films not at all uh it's yeah. in service I mean, of a dramatic he point here
1: a background and stand up and impressions like yeah. it's he's definitely funny (laughs) and there's going to be some of that if he does any kind of improvising in the film i'm sure um like it's going to be humorous he knows how to react to something he knows how to use his face
0: (laughs) yeah yeah uh uh, it must be such a a, surreal experience for him as an actor where everyone around him is kind of doing like this weird like phony play acting and he's like really acting (laughs) where he's like trying to actually be convincing and everyone else is doing this fake Honey, how about a bag of this coffee, which comes from the the hills of blah blah blah? <laughs> Who are yeah. you talking to? If that moment where he turns around and goes, "Who are you talking to?" I use that gif all the time. Whenever someone like, tries to overexplain something that clearly is not what I was talking about, I'm like, "Who are you talking to? No one, right. I, no one asked for this debate. Go away."
1: <laughs> also, like the idea of cameras being everywhere is like pretty you know, ahead of its time. It, maybe mm. they already knew that was going to be happening, but like the, you can buy like smart, smart devices that are always listening. Like your, your fridges can be a smart device now. <laughs> it knows exactly what's in your refrigerator or, um, I mean, we always walk around with our phones too, with have cameras on them and, and people are, are so willing now to be a part of their own Truman show and like upload what they eat in a day or, their room tour or like their their house tours or i don't know go shopping with me or vacation with me and like it's it's like uh, th- this when you watch it at first can make you paranoid like i don't want to have a life in the spotlight but there's so many people and especially like the generation growing up now who are just like no this is a way that you can make a living and you can just put it all out there
0: yeah of course the big key differences is that everyone doing it now uh has a choice i mean yeah they consent to it yeah although
1: i don't think a lot of people really know what they're getting into when they do it they just see like i can be a tv star oh yeah maybe that would be a good idea
0: that's part of growing up though is you know maybe doing stuff that you don't really quite understand (laughs) before you realize that's true yeah uh and yeah sure maybe if they could become famous enough that could be something that'll be hard it's hard to put that genie back in the bottle once you're successful enough but uh
1: maybe we'll find out one day just kidding
0: you heard her uh, folks shoot us <laughs> to the moon the fake moon with ed harris on it uh and a surprisingly small role for paul gmi
1: <laughs> yeah that's true I, wasn't he like a star already i mean he was in the howard stern film
0: i don't think he was a star yet i think he was like starting to be that just get to that point where people were starting to know who it was so i feel yeah. like that's is fine uh yeah, uh, his best friends and actually people know. I think he was on the Americans, so he's he's maybe more known now than he was back then. That's Noah Emmerich. Um, Laura Linney plays the the fake wife, and yeah. You know, so yeah, we got a bunch of cast. Uh, in fact, uh, we got uh, Peter Krause from Six Feet Under. Uh, is like a guy that works at his, his his job. Uh, very minor role, but clearly that, this was before. oh the guy
1: that pushes the one like island house or something on him.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's him. That's from Six Feet Under. That guy. So I not recognize him.
1: Oh, apology is like at the bottom of the list of actors on here why is
0: that uh well to oh. be fair they actually split it into sections where all the people who are working on the moon are like in a separate section from everyone. so there's okay. actually like, extras from the main island and then it's like the moon people and then it's like the people who are watching at home but like, all split up so
1: yeah you're right
0: because one of the guys ed watch...
1: harris is actually right above him and he's yeah. a big, obviously a huge character yeah. so uh
0: because one of the people watching the security guard is uh scully from Nine 99 looking like similar but very young like he looks much younger is here. he the flat top yeah flat top yeah so yeah i, I was just funny to see um but yeah uh, so cast is really good uh I, I i like the music a lot i like kind of this weird yeah t- me too hopeful piano thing that it's got going where it kind of it feels like it's uh i that describe it, it it's, it's got this kind of hopeful but kind of, like, sadness of it. It really feels like a, a weird coming-of-age movie because he finally gets to, you know, potentially break out of his his bubble, his shell, his, mm-hmm. you know, his, uh, his nurtured life, as it is. Uh, so, yeah, all that stuff works really well.
1: You know, he really didn't do very much, Paul Giamatti, before this film, actually. Oh, there you go. Like, most of the, you know... FBI technician in Dot, Nebraska, the year before. <laughs> so I guess he was taking small roles.
0: Yeah, makes sense. Uh, I feel like he it must be an actor that started relatively, unless he just never get any parts for a while. But it feels like an actor who started a little bit later in life compared to some yeah. people.
1: Yeah. Well, his, let's see. His first one was 1990, and he played a Heckler number two. <laughs> Looks like he had a hard time. Yeah. Uh, he was in singles. He played kissing man. A couple TV shows. Sabrina. He played a character in Sabrina.
0: Highlight of his good. career, I'm sure.
1: Yeah. I like that movie. I think once once Truman Show came out, and I, I think 1998 is when it turned, because he was also in uh, Saving Private Ryan mm. that same year. And then the next year, he was in Mad on the Moon.
0: Oh, he's got a big part in Mad on the Moon, actually, that you bring yeah. up. He has a very big part in that, yeah. So, yes, yeah, so this is the, the dawn of Paul Giamatti. Yeah. There you go. Uh, yeah, he found his niche, you because know, I mean, he doesn't look a leading man. Like I get why he's not like an action movies and stuff. Like he's not that type of actor. But he found his thing, and mm-hmm. Hollywood began to appreciate him, and that's nice. So yeah,
1: he's a great actor.
0: So yeah. Uh, so I, I guess we're probably about ready to dive into the the spoilers and go through the movie. So uh, I will take this time to thank our Patreon producers for the month. So thank you to Alison M. Fordyce, Tyler Hess, Cindy Palacios, David Short, Born Now, and Zammer Jammer. Uh, they are all $20 and above patrons. But you don't have to be a $20 patron, do they, Tara?
1: Why no? If you like what we do and want to support the channel, please check out our Patreon page. It's patreon.com slash And if you donate, as as $1 per month. You will get access to bonus films. So you can see what the fuss is about when it comes to the transfer saga, which we always bring up uh, and other B movie adjacent films. And uh, also you can get bonus episodes for other shows. So check it out. And if you donate $5 per month, you will get um, to vote on what we watch once a month. And you will also get access to our shows one day early. And if you donate $10 per month, Huh? You will get to vote, also whether I do a review or <laughs> Tim does a review with Peter for an extra film. So don't miss out and Boom. check it out.
0: <laughs> Boom. The only thing that's missing from that is that you could have went more contextual with this one and like held up like I mean now you don't have transfers, but you could have held up the transfers Blu-ray <laughs> and did the like. You can go to Patreon.com today. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you wanted me to be a. Uh, Laura Linney in this.
0: Oh <laughs> uh, dear, nah, nah. You're more real. You're the the one that escorted out by the men in black.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'll take that comparison. She's all right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I think yeah. this movie actually left kind of a bad taste in my mouth for Laura Linney after it because she, I mean, she's actually really good in this film for the part that she's playing, mm. but because she's so unlikable. And she doesn't, like, help Truman out. I just, I think I I didn't like her in in other films. I couldn't get her character from this movie and separate it.
0: Yeah, I get that. I get that. Uh, (laughs) So, like I say, the movie starts... Full spoilers, by the way. The movie starts with the light falling out of the sky. Basically, obviously, there's a lot of head Harris, but uh, who mentions that some people leave him on uh, when they go to sleep because it's comforting. And That part stuck out to me as being very true to life because I feel like more and more people do put something on when they're going to bed. Now, it may not be the same thing every night. And it's, you know, it's whatever. There's just, like some noise on uh, to fall asleep to. But that, that part of it, I was like, yeah, that kind of makes sense. Although in this case, it's literally a guy going to sleep, which was mm-hmm. a bit unhealthy. <laughs> yeah, I love how they've got a camera, they've got a night vision camera just staring at his face as he's yeah. asleep. Uh, but... You know, and he's got his little catchphrase that he says in the morning, you know, in case I don't see you, good afternoon, or good morning, in case I don't see you, good, a- good afternoon and good night. Uh, and he throws his head back and laughs and all the rest of it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no one can pull off that Jim Carrey kind of face except Jim Carrey. I know,
1: uh, what a face.
0: But, you know, and it goes around his normal day, he, enters, you know, he, he runs into the twins, he buys the magazine that he's getting uh, although we see that he's doing something with it he's like cutting out bits uh of... i will do you know i will say truman's obviously very likable and he's obviously sympathetic and all these things i will say that the the collage of magazine cutouts to try and rebuild the face of the true love of his life mm-hmm. is a little bit in the creepy side
1: <laughs> well look at the environment he's in
0: i mean i know but it just the image itself is creepy to the point where scenery him sticking it together i was like well, this is reminding me of him as a riddler in batman forever i'm getting like riddler vibes from this uh, uh
1: yeah uh, that does sound familiar actually it's been <laughs> a long time since i've seen that film
0: it's boiling acid everyone remembers that line uh so <laughs> yeah so um and he's... you know, told, and that's, The start of the movie's quite smart because it sets up a couple of key things because he's told... You know, he has to go and do this account. He's an insurance salesman. He has to go do this account on this on the other island. And he's, he's hesitant. He tries to get out of it, but the guy talks him into it. And obviously, they're trying to create drama, right? This is kind of the... Mm-hmm. Do you know what I love about watching this movie? is like... I kind of look at every scene. as like, what are they actually trying to achieve with this? Because obviously, a lot of yeah. it is uh, just trying to solve from leaving. But before that, there's like everything's got a purpose It's like what are they trying to do here and all it's always trying to create a story or drama and like forcing them to try and go into a boat so that it so it's good for us as the audience in terms of this movie because we learn okay he's got a fear of water and it establishes that and it's that's a big thing going on going forward uh especially since it was a flashback of the, the
1: yeah the, i think dying. that was the point of the scene is that they yeah. wanted to have a reason to do a flashback of the like greatest hits of him mm. being afraid of water
0: and yeah, you know, so he hesitates, and he like he just sort of backs out, he chickens out, and this is but one of the first. It may not be the first time in the movie, but it's the first time I remember it cutting to like some people watching it. It's the people in the bar, the Truman mm-hmm. bar, <laughs> and they're kind of the two waitresses or the bartenders are kind of watching it and being like, "Oh, he, he could not do it." Uh, there's something fascinating about this, especially when we get to the ending about the fact that everyone watching it, it seems to be rooting for him to escape, which is kind of fascinating. Like that's what the, that's the story yeah. that they. they ultimately always wanted was him realizing where he is and breaking out uh which is kind of a
1: yeah because i mean you can't help but think like so if they have a baby like they're pushing the baby thing does the baby become the new truman show and the the cycle just continues forever and ever
0: this is ed harris trying to franchise forever he wants to be able to just switch to over the kid and have two main characters and then when truman dies eventually inside the inside the dome making can switch to the the brat <laughs> dark yeah surely it'd be harder to keep a secret going though once you have to keep it convincing for two people because we see that the like, people are moving around yeah and you is... think
1: that it would be like well we have to either let get truman out of there let him know what this has been all along or you have to like kill him
0: given what ed harris does towards the end of the film like it seems like yeah, he's that's what i'm he... saying yeah it seems like he's willing to, like, you know what? A dramatic death is a good ending to my show. It's been a good run. <laughs> it's better than I'm getting That's the out. thing.
1: Like, <laughs> that ending, like, okay, I'm just going to jump to it real quick and we'll come back. Okay. But, like, you know, people are telling him, look, he, he it's unsafe. He's, like, on a boat in the water and he's, like, he could die. And he, Ed Harris says, well, yeah, but he was born on camera. Like, why can't he die on camera? Like, without any like emotion behind it when he says
0: it it's just like
1: he doesn't it that doesn't matter all that matters is that it's that he's in charge and that he controls the narrative of his show
0: the key thing as well to me is that like they adopted truman they didn't buy truman they don't own truman as a person he's still because 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 in the tv interview at one point someone says that you know what if what you know like could you really keep him from leaving and he says, oh, well, the truth is, is that, you know, maybe he deep down doesn't want to really leave. He likes his cage, as you would put it. And he says <laughs> that, "Uh, like, if he really wanted to leave, if he truly wanted to, we really couldn't stop him. Like, the, the, you know, the, he could ultimately get past everything we could do to stop him. Um, yeah. He tries bloody hard, though. <laughs> like, he really he goes does. for it. Uh, and
1: they have some really, like, hilarious ways <clears throat> of stopping him.
0: Yeah, honestly, the only thing in this... Obviously, like it would take an absurd amount of money to achieve this dome and do everything, but everything, technologically speaking, seems possible, mm-hmm. with the... I think the big exception is the weather control system is the one thing that feels a bit too science fiction well, it,
1: it breaks down a lot.
0: <laughs> that's, that's true. Um, that's... I mean, we do have wave machines in the real world, of course, but I don't know if we can quite make waves that big. But, I mean, you know, I, I, this is not a complaint. I'm just saying it's the only thing from a technological point of view, that feels like, okay, we we can't actually achieve that right now. Whereas Mm -hmm. everything else, I mean, pretty much we can. All right, now that
1: we're done with the end of the film, let's go back to the beginning.
0: Yes, let's go back, let's go back to kind of his, like, sneaking suspicions starting to come in. Uh, Because obviously, he he goes out with his best friend in the evening with the beers advertised, as you mentioned. That's a good beer. Because he said, I want to go to Fiji. I want to go to Fiji. I really want to go, you know? Do you ever want to get out of here? And, Everything the best friend says is like, it's like, ah, but you, you know, well, so when do you want to go there? like, ah, you've got no plans. Like, everything's about trying to talk about him out. Everything's about yeah. trying to like spin it so that he, he's not going to want to.
1: Like, who wouldn't want to leave this place? <coughs> and it is like an idyllic, like American yeah. city, apparently. Like of the time, like what a utopia would look like. It's more of like the, that that fifties idyllic <coughs> look, really.
0: Yeah, if than yes. It doesn't look like the nineties. It looks like. I mean they still have the, the modern tech of the nineties, but it looks like the fifties. It looks like the yeah. fifties ideal like white picket fence town. Right, right. Yeah. Uh but so he kind of like you know, goes along with it and they bond a little bit and, and it's whatever. But it's the next day where things really take a big turn because as he's got into to work, as he always does, he he said he's thing to the neighbours as he always does. He his radio starts malfunctioning. And he starts uh he starts hitting it and eventually it picks up the uh one of the broadcast channels or one one of the i said broadcast uh one of the like the walkie-talkie channels yeah. that the crew is using for like and it's like hey he's turning on fifth street you know you keep have those extras ready stand by blah, blah blah um and there's that great moment where they realize he, he, that he might hear them and they're like oh quick change channel and there's like a sort of you know there's the the, the feedback and you see every extra stop at the same time as their like earpiece earpieces adjust yeah um and it's just it creates this oh and it's i love part of what i love about the direction here it's one of my favorite moments in the movie from a direction point of view is the Mm -hmm. way in the music as well because the music starts starts going it starts having this sort of pulse to it and -hmm. it goes to this wide shot it starts to pull back as truman's just walking through the town square looking around him like he's really starting to suspect that something's not right that his entire world is something phony about it
1: yeah and the
0: camera's just pulling back and it's just it's just a really great moment where you feel what he's feeling and yeah. it's told through the camera work and the music really well.
1: I love all the use of like the hidden cameras. Also, mm. like there's a really cool shot when he's in his car where you can see like the reverse of the clock, like the hours. Mm. So you know where exactly in the car that camera is that's looking at him. It's just fun little details like that. Yeah, And his like wife... everything like looks a little bit too large, like the the class rings all have mm. like a big dome on them or like yeah, the pendant his, wife... his wife's wearing. Yeah.
0: As the, the the dependent, yeah. Uh, like, now all that stuff's great, and I love. So, it, so he basically starts just trying to be random, like he starts doing mm-hmm. weird, wacky things, and no one reacts to him because they've all been trained to not react and pay attention to him, right? They've all been trained to just let him do whatever he's doing, and, and only react if he directly interacts with you. And he starts to really sort of pay attention to no one noticing him and no one doing anything with him, mm-hmm. and, he, and then he starts trying to be. He runs into a building that he doesn't usually go in. Right, he goes into this uh this some corporate building, and the security is kind of looking at him. And it's like he's going over that elevator, and they they know that like there's nothing behind it, right? And you know they actually have he's, he's got his back turned to it when the elevator door opens, and it's like it's like the the you know the 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 craft area not craft the.
1: It's like a it's like a break room.
0: The catering area. That's what I was looking for. Catering. Oh, like that's
1: craft the, services.
0: Yeah, yeah, that, that's where I was going with that um but now it's like you know we see like one of the extras who was just on the elevator which presumably doesn't even go up it just you know maybe yeah it you know, looks like it's going up and it doesn't and she's like sitting there just having like a coffee or something she's like uh is that true man oh i didn't move <laughs> well
1: actually i think after the light one of the things we get and we get the flashback scene is that he sees his father as a homeless guy
0: oh you're right yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
1: And like the 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 dad like takes his hat off and like wants him to notice him, and then all of a sudden like there's a, at first there was a lady with a dog buying dog fancy because they're trying to promote. Obviously, dog fancy paid for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's I, I mean I think I'm laughing because the scene the day before before he goes to buy his paper, so I'm like old guy also buys dog fancy. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, it's funny. It's a funny detail, and she's got like her little dachshund with her, and then. Her and some other guy just take the dad away and leave the dachshund, like, running around on a leash by himself. So he knows, like, what he saw was completely crazy, but real, because there's still, like, a little dog running around without a leash now.
0: And yet no one reacted to it except him. No one was even paying attention to the yeah, fact so that he these people grabbed Yeah, so he sees his mom and,
1: and she's, he says, I saw dad, and she said, oh, I know, honey, I, I see your father all the time. Like, she's totally was... prepared Wait, for was... this interaction
0: was that this was that the same morning as him the elevator stuff or was that a day before
1: i think the elevator stuff happens late later
0: that's the day after okay okay so i skipped a day because that's
1: the <laughs> elevator thing happens and then like then he goes and tells his wife about it because she works in the hospital where they're going to amputate a girl because amputated girl's leg because she was involved in an elevator accident yeah, in yeah, that yeah, building
0: yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, it's funny the,
1: yeah. how they have like, these little like, yeah, they, nuggets oh this is justified
0: they keep trying yeah they keep trying to sort of retroactively <laughs> sort of explain things that you've seen or or, or or do i
1: think for the light even she's like did you hear on the news about a plane that like crashed <laughs> in the air
0: <laughs> yeah because uh, because i love this elevator moment and then he, he runs over because he's because I, I think the best friend mentions at one point that he, he refills vending machines that's his job and he sees yeah. his truck and he runs over and he tries to talk to him and he's like hey watch no one's reacting to anything i do and he like claps and he's like and i saw my dad by the way i saw my father he's alive yeah i'll tell you about that later and he's he's, and he does sound kind of crazy we know he's been he's honest we know he's right but he does sound like he's kind of out of it um and it's it's it's, i think it's maybe the night he did see his father or maybe it's this night he's on the beach and it starts raining above him Mm um and a part of me was thinking like what a mistake to make to only have the rain be on him and not the rest of the the scene. And
1: then it moves around to follow yeah. him.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm like, I almost want like a, a cutaway to the like the guy being fired, who is controlling the rain, who who is like, "You're a little shit. Yeah. You're, you're out of here." Right? You you just gave him so much doubt.
1: <laughs> Do you wish there was more like Cabin in the Woods where we had more of the behind the scenes? Um. I think
0: I like the way it holds back from it for like a a lot of the movie because I think the first time through, it it, it does give it this kind of mystique uh, until you see them. But it's kind of like, I I almost wish there was like an extended cut with all that stuff put back in that I could watch afterwards.
1: (laughs) I think there are quite a bit of deleted scenes, but I I was reading the trivia and like deleted scene A and deleted scene B shows this and this and this and Mm. like, okay, well, I didn't watch it obviously because, I mean, I don't have the DVD, but... Also, I wasn't interested in watching. I'd like seeing what, like, if the director chose to, to remove the scene because mm. it would change a character's motivation. Then, it seems like a choice. Yeah, he doesn't really want me to watch it, and I I'll, respect Peter Weir.
0: Sometimes it's just about pacing, though. Like, I mean, like all, yeah, all the sometimes. scenes. Yeah, something because all the scenes that it's cut from uh, Terminator Two, for example, it was basically yeah we had to just cut down the length. So this was just what made sense to cut.
1: Uh, right. The
0: film. Well, Starboard apparently,
1: Marlon. The no Noah, Noah Emmerich's character like mm-hmm. actually does empathize with Truman what he's going through at some point and wants him ah. to escape, but and they took that out.
0: That'd be interesting. The idea that someone else goes. Through. I guess you don't really need it though because we still have like the main love interest who sympathizes with them. Uh, and
1: and everybody watching like everybody yeah. watching wants him wants this to be the season finale, <laughs> the series finale. Yeah,
0: yeah, they're, they're, they're there for the ending for the thirty year TV show. Because it's yeah. literally been on, because that's the whole point, it's in its 30th year. Um, so, obviously this is making him more and more crazy and it's it's making him more and more kind of doubtful. And like you say, he basically, the next morning, because his wife's going to work, he follows his wife to her job to to prove that she's actually doing what she's supposed to do and actually being this, this, this nurse. And he, uh, you know, he's right. And I actually really laughed here how in the hospital to try and block him, Like at one point there's like three people in wheelchairs and they actually try and like wheel in front of him to
1: block Oh yeah, every time he tries to run towards something, even when his dad gets taken away, like there's Mm -hmm. construction workers all of a sudden, a crowd Mm -hmm. shows up, like everybody is choreographed to block him all the time. It's really hilarious actually, it's really well done.
0: Yeah, it's just funny, it's it's, it's genuinely funny to watch uh, how they try and (laughs) stop him from doing things constantly. Uh, And when he gets there... There's this, uh, do, do you know, me of Oddly, actually, you know, in Galaxy Quest, uh, when they're on the ship for the first time, the real ship, and mm-hmm. they, they tell uh, you know the character who like you, you know navigates like, "Hey, take us out." You know the mm-hmm. the the the, the character. Um, I mean, sorry, Tommy. Yeah, it, I
1: think his name was, is uh, Tommy. Uh, Tommy Weber, I think is his name. But oh man, that's gonna bother me. I have to look it up. Ignore I mean, my loud keyboard.
0: <laughs> his name's not super relevant, but. Um...
1: It's going to bother me.
0: Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Um, I bet he doesn't do the same role as Jordy. I just, I guess I just always compared him to Jordy because he's, he's got a very similar kind of look. Obviously, he's the one black character. Uh, he feels like he's the same kind of age. But anyway, the point I was making is that he um, is told to take the ship out. And obviously, he's an actor. He's like, excuse me? I don't know how to drive a ship <laughs> or pilot a ship, I suppose is the more accurate uh, term. Um, and Tommy Weber.
1: it's all it shows me.
0: There you go. Um, so. <laughs> Here, this moment reminded me of this where Truman's made it into like, the observation room uh, for the yeah. operating right? And he sees and, his wife. And they're standing there, and the, the doctor, the actor playing the doctor, is kind of like, okay, hand me the knife, and I'm going to make an incision uh, scalpel? here. Yeah. <laughs> and you can tell they have no idea what they're doing, and he's just sort of weighing it. And the person who's like on the table who's also an actor like tries to get up at one point and someone else just like grabs the mask, like, the gas mask, and just like, no, you stayed down there. Yeah, Anesthesia. It's
1: like he wouldn't notice that she tried to leave all of a sudden because <laughs> she's about to get cut. There's a real fun detail too where like when it's when it's over and Truman leaves the doctor's like, uh, somebody else can clean this up. Like I think he really cut her
0: yeah actually i think what's good about that is that it's one of the few moments where it stays on the actors after truman can't see them anymore and gives yeah. us just a moment of them being like oh crap uh, <laughs> someone else has to fix this because what they do is, is they find that it's just to like shut the curtain so they, can, they don't have to go any further beyond the first cut yeah uh, uh no that stuff's really entertaining and that that's that's propels truman to be like okay i want to go away i want to like leave he wants to leave right there and then, and you know, he, he tries to book a ticket in the travel. And she's like, Oh, it's gonna be a month before you can get a ticket. And mm-hmm. this is where the posters are all of the planes and like getting yeah, So funny. Um, and then he's like, Okay, I'll make other plans. So he tries to get a bus to Chicago, and like they almost leave without him. And again, it's a similar kind of moment with a driver where you could tell he, he knows he's not supposed to actually drive the bus, so he's just kind of yeah. like, Okay, I guess I'll try and then obviously the bus just kind of dies and it's like sorry everyone and Troy was just left sitting there. the visual of him just waiting on the bus when everyone else is yeah. going off it's just Plus, kind of sad.
1: everyone else who are like, are blatantly just extras are yeah. like totally silent and sitting on the bus and like perfectly organized and still except for one little girl who's just like that's the guy mm. <laughs> i love all the little like hints that have happened where people have screwed up like uh the christmas scene where a guy like pops out of a present when he's young he's like i'm on the truman Show.
0: <laughs> yeah oh the person who parachutes on yeah we see those later when we're yeah. ex- talking about the close calls uh <laughs> yeah apparently people have been breaking out of this set you think this dome would have better security
1: <laughs> yeah I, I i looked it up before we started but like um his name is is burbank and the dome is actually over the city of burbank in um oh there you go. behind the hollywood sign <laughs>
0: uh there you go okay. uh so yeah so this is where he's really determined to go and the bus doesn't work he can't leave and when his wife gets back from from work and he's just sitting in the car and she goes in she's like trim you do, do?" and she kind of like and i was actually thinking because she says okay you've been wanting to go to fiji uh, which by the way i loved because we actually kind of glossed over the flashbacks because the flashbacks mm-hmm. of uh, the girl because because he's looking at the uh the sweater at one point that he's got in the basement um and you know, it, you know, it cuts to the the, the barmaids, and they're kind of like, "Oh, they can take her at the show, but they can't erase the memory." And we mm-hmm. get the, the the big long flashback of what happened. I'm surprised they want to show this on the show, to be honest. Like, it's, it it almost have been made all their mistakes? They, you know?
1: they couldn't prevent it, and yeah. everybody knows that it's you know that this was a risk.
0: Yeah, uh, and we see that you know he and I. I mean, it's just kind of funny how old they're all are. They're supposed to be in high school, but you know, Truman kind of sees her over you know, sitting mm-hmm. by the tree and he's kind of like looking at her and she's looking back it was clearly an attraction there's a chemical reaction between them yeah and then of course in comes the intended wife just like oh i'm sorry i tripped on you oh i'm such a klutz and mm-hmm. then they're at the they're at the prom and he's staring at this other girl he's staring at we find out her real name later sylvia i don't remember what her fake name was
1: laura or something lauren
0: yeah maybe uh but then he sees in the library when they're in college and he goes over and tries to talk to them and at this point, she's just she actually puts it on, because he asks her out for like pizza or whatever, and she's like, we have to go now. If he set this up for later, it won't happen, because they'll... I shouldn't say this all out loud, obviously. Yeah, she
1: says, it has to be now, or it will never happen.
0: Because they'll intervene. They'll just not let her back in. If mm-hmm. anything, um, I'm surprised they let her in again <laughs> at this point. Um, and he, she runs down with the beach with them, and... I, you know what? It actually made me angry how like the actor who plays the father like immediately gaslights her. Oh, she's psychotic. She brings all the boys down here. You don't have to, don't worry about it, son. And yeah. but I do love the reveal mm-hmm. when he says we're moving to Fiji and you're like, that's why it's Fiji. That's yeah. why it's always Fiji. Yeah. because he has like a thing with uh, his best friend Ellie Ron, where he's like, oh, because he uses the golf. like this is us here and then Fiji's like the exact opposite part of the earth. It's the furthest you can go without coming back. And you're like, okay, that makes sense. But then there's this reveal. No, it's about her. It's all about yeah. her. He thinks she's there.
1: I love the uh, flashback when he's in school and he tells the teacher what he wants to be when he grows up. I want to be an explorer. And she goes, Oh, honey, everything's already been explored.
0: Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, so good. Uh, do, you, do you know what I love about it? I love that the mom's like, Oh, where am I getting a grandchild? And I'm like, This could, this could basically just be the real mom. Like, this doesn't need to be mm. an act. This just feels like the real mother. <laughs> so, I want, don't I don't want have grandkids. Give me. me grandkids now. Hey. <laughs> uh, so. But no, so he's in the car. Uh, he, she gets back from work and she sits and she's like, you know what, you know what, you can go to Fiji. Save up for a couple of months and we'll go to Fiji. And I started to think about it, like, would they try and fake it? Like, would they, like, build yeah, a separate I set? Yeah, I wonder
1: if they had, like, enough time.
0: Like, could they, like, sort of, like, get, like, a fake, like, sort of airplane set, sort of simulate what it would feel like to fly and then have, like, a place, like, like, either outside of the dome that's, like, a separate little dome where they the all these scenic areas or something. Like, would they try and fake it? Is that, is that what she says... It was because she said, "Let's save up for a few months." It's like, is that because they need a few months to build the set? <laughs> is That's is that what that's. Yeah,
1: that's crazy. There's a there's another flashback scene where he's a, a kid and like climbing on the rocks, and his dad like at the beach, yeah. And his dad's like, "No, no, 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 don't go up there!" And he grabs. It, he's like, "Why? Wow, what's up there?" And you can hear like construction sounds. <laughs> They're clearly like <laughs> still building sets while he's being filmed. At least back when he was a kid, yeah. so maybe.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's just. I love. Well, but that's it. Actually, is that all the people on the beach have all just stopped doing, but they you know they've all stopped acting and yeah, they're, they're all just all watching, like staring. Which I guess they did a lot more when he was like a toddler because they could get away with it because he wouldn't notice.
1: Right. Plus, like yeah. it, it's still a new show at that time too. So, like, oh, is this going to end it? <laughs> is my my <laughs> career as an extra over?
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, and obviously when he's sitting in the car here he's like hey watch this there's going to be a guy with flowers and then there's going to be a like a woman jogger and then there's going to be a car with a dent in it Mm -hmm. all right he's like oh they're looping and i'm like this is almost video game that's what i was thinking of too yeah yeah they're on a loop (laughs) they just keep going round and round uh and he's starting to notice that he's starting to see the the codes in the matrix right he's starting to see around. isn't
1: there a movie that's kind of like that coming out with um deadpool actor
0: ryan reynolds yeah it's Uh, called like guy
1: or something where he's like an he's like an npc in a video game who gets conscious or something
0: it sounds like a possible thing i don't don't know about it but it sounds
1: well i'm sure it was supposed to come out by now but
0: well like everything um
1: ignore the loud clicky
0: oh my god you know you're not allowed to type your keyboard's too loud and you find that it's just (laughs) to do it that's twice now
1: In this video (laughs) <laughs> Free Guy. There you go. 2020, post-production. So we'll see if it's still 2020.
0: Yeah, well, a I big teller
1: discovers that he's actually an NPC inside a brutal open-world video game.
0: Well, literally, like, multiple horror movies from Universal just get delayed to 2021, like a full year. Like, mm-hmm. like The Purge... I oh, don't know that I care about The Purge 5, but it got pushed from July 2020 to 2021. So if you had any hopes of movies coming out in August, I'd give them up now. <laughs> this
1: September. one's slated for um the 11th of december this year it's got a chance although the poster says july 3rd so yeah it should have been out by now
0: uh got a chance got yeah a chance so um yeah so again we're back in the car right i'll finish this car bit god damn it if it's the, if it's the <laughs> end of me uh taro keep finding ways to clicky click it away yeah yeah, yeah. clicky clicky clack clack Look <laughs> like at my mechanical keyboard. Isn't this so great? Then and then, then I'm typing. Yeah. It's so
1: satisfying
0: <laughs> So basically, he's like, "Let's just go right now." When she says, "This, you'll get your you in a few months," he's like, "Let's go right now!" And he just, you know, backs out the car and he's driving like a madman. He's because like, he, I love when he's going around. The, he's going around the roundabout and he's just yelling at the window,
1: "I'm being spontaneous." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and it leads to a good scene because he's like, Okay, let's take the let's take the bus. And he goes and all of a sudden all these cars pull out in front of him yeah. and there's traffic. She's like, Well, we'll never get there now. And then he goes back in the roundabout, like and then comes back again
0: and the, the traffic has gone. Yeah. <laughs> well what what I really like about this is that him saying I'm being spontaneous is kind of like, yeah, his entire life, even though he didn't realize it at first, is kind of on rails. It's on yeah. like no the predetermined he, path.
1: He has no free will.
0: Yeah. Um if anything, I would say that this almost is like... Like, the Westworld TV show could owe a lot to this this movie in a lot of ways. <laughs> like, the way he realizes that he's in, like, a story and he's in a loop. It's very, like, modern Westworld. Not the movie so much, but the, the TV show.
1: Sure. I mean, I think The Matrix, which came out, what, like, a year later, also has quite a bit of these themes in it, too. Sure. Yeah, I
0: can see that. Um, but, yeah, so... And then, of course, we get the Chernobyl uh, block, where the nuclear power plant is... <laughs> reactor
1: well, four is going to go
0: yeah there's graphite <laughs> everywhere well actually first was the the bridge but she actually shuts his eyes and makes her steer yeah uh, and and you know the, the actress playing the wife is at this point is just like oh my god i hate this this is all dangerous you're gonna yeah, kill this him me this
1: is not what i signed up for
0: yeah um and of course he's he's willing to go back almost with, with the reactor even though he's still skeptical about all this being bullshit is the cop accidentally calls him truman and he never told him his name yeah because he's like oh thanks for your help officer he's like yeah no no problem truman He's like, yeah. so he actually tries to run past multiple police officers guys in hazmat suits and gets mm-hmm. knocked out and like arrested and then he's just let off with a warning next time we'll have to press charges ma'am oh sure yeah because he wouldn't be arrested for this the first time
1: they probably don't even have like a jail set on their lot probably
0: not <laughs> so so and this is where we get the great moment where she's just randomly in the mid conversation says why don't we have some of these co- coffee beans they're great they come from the mountains of blah blah blah
1: yeah and uh, she brings up again the idea of let's have a baby and he's like why do you want a baby with me you don't even like
0: me I... yeah and she actually because one of the first things she actually product places in the whole movie is this weird cheese grater thing and she <laughs> picks it up and like tries to like use it as self-defense and she yells out do something and he's like who are you Cause this is the first this is her first genuine slip-up where she yeah. said something not to him she said something to the people watching yeah um and he's like she
1: felt like she was unsafe yeah, who are you talking to?
0: Who are you talking to? Um and then of course the best friend shows up with the beers, which is kind of the like the He
1: always walks in six pack first.
0: Yeah. It's it's this it's the it's the safety button. It's like to go go back to Chernobyl. It's the uh always the button called that was supposed to shut it all down.
1: I don't know, we'll have to watch it
0: again. Oh my god, I've forgotten that button. I can't believe I've forgotten it. But uh yeah. Um But is that
1: Z something something AZ- forty.
0: Something 40. AZ-40? Uh, yeah damn it so close but he comes in and then he takes them to the the pier they're having drinks and he gives them this emotional space ball if everyone's in it Truman, it means i'm in on it and i'm not in on it because i'm your best friend I and he they,
1: you.
0: yeah he reminisces about various things they did as kids and blah 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 um and then also we get,
1: we get a shot of the people in the background
0: yeah the puppet um, master and of course this is where it actually finally reveals the, the puppet masters properly and i do you know what i love about it drama- dramatically from a like a, a story point of view is mm-hmm. that it does it at the most like over the top dramatic moment of the, the story in terms of their show because yeah. they have like hey you were right about something true and he turns around and his homeless father is walking down the road the mist behind him and
1: yeah i like, love that it take the mist down a little bit.
0: <laughs> yeah i love that it cuts to ed harris like calling camera shots he's like okay go to the way shot now swell the music and he's like you know he's like yeah he's got like his his a
1: pianist there like yeah
0: <laughs> uh, i love it and I, I think it's fascinating to me because so, because they think this has solved it they think this is fixed it and he's back to his old self because the, like the next thing we see a truman on his own is him at the the the, the mirror and he's like doing the the soap like helmet <laughs> and the reflection mm-hmm. and pretending he's an astronaut uh and it's like oh he's back to his old self we're, we're good we're good a disaster of it and this is where we go to all these flashbacks where he's in the interview with ed harris uh, talking to the the tv presenter and about his creation how he wants the first ever live conception on air uh sylvia calls in and he's like oh you've put him in a cage because she's actually the leader of a movement she's like, she's got like a you political you can see movement. the free truman yeah. like
1: sign behind her
0: yeah it's hard to argue with her to be honest she's got a point uh yeah <laughs> uh and you know she she insists that this is wrong and you know he wants to shoot her down you know ed harris is a is a he's a a good talker he knows how to sort of like take these things in the the press Mm -hmm. um you know he's kind of the 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 one you should worry about because you get people in the press who are like they're malicious but they're idiots and you can kind of see through everything they're doing whereas he's actually quite sly and knows how to talk so he's he's almost the one that's more dangerous
1: uh i love that he wears a beret because he's like an artist (laughs) yes he's an artist It's kind of got that Steve Jobs vibe like a, like a genius artist. Although I don't also, know if Steve Jobs would be known for wearing black turtlenecks by this point but yeah, for the I can't record, help but think of it.
0: When I was making Westworld references I was not even thinking about the Ed Harris connection. Uh, that's just a coincidence.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Just a coincidence. But there'll um, be another season. There is another season, yes. I'm not really looking forward to it after season 3 but I'll unless... always look forward to a new season of Westworld
1: even if it is underwhelming.
0: Did you even watch the finale of season 3?
1: Uh, maybe I'll watch it tonight.
0: <laughs> Do you remember what happened in the second last episode?
1: I played a lot of Animal Crossing during it, so maybe I'll watch both of them tonight.
0: Uh-huh, uh uh-huh. But I remember yes. most of it. Yes. The, uh, the veneer is, uh, <laughs> is crumbling. Is yeah, I'm they saying. were not my
1: favorites, but the first half of the season was great, so.
0: It was, I loved episode 5, and then it was all done. And I am going to watch
1: season 4, so I have to watch them.
0: Yeah. i mean i will too because i'll review it with connor but i mean just, you know uh but anyway, so all this stuff is wonderful i love all this like uh the real world side of things like you know i think it's when they're showing the the, the romance flashbacks where the the, the 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 head bartender comes over to the two women who are just watching the tv and mm-hmm. they're like hey you've got this in the greatest hit tapes get back to work <laughs> like you know can I borrow uh, that yeah I, I i love those details i but one of my favorite moments is this is later when he's on the boat but I love that the guy who's watching the bath is like emulating like the, the motion in the bath.
1: <laughs> he's just like, I I like the idea that he has his nightly routine of getting in the mm-hmm. bathroom, just checking up on Truman. But it seems like he's in the bath for like the whole week that we're with Truman.
0: <laughs> yeah. Although I, the one thing that confused me is that Harris keeps referring to episodes, the episode when you, you know, you had your first step, the episode you did this. And I was like,
1: I imagine most watched... days, right?
0: Well, I imagine what they probably do Is they probably like after each day edit down like a sort of like hour-long like highlight of that Mm -hmm. day and that's the episode he's talking about okay so this is the so if you're hardcore you can watch the 24-hour feed you watch
1: the live feed yeah
0: yeah but you if you want just the here's the key story beats uh -hmm. in a nice contained format that's the episodes that that's what your season box sets are which they're up to season 30 now (laughs) (laughs) so then
1: it's just like every reality show
0: yeah yeah there you go so Um, Imagine someone was like, you know what? Truman Show is my favorite show ever. I'm going to rewatch the whole thing.
1: (laughs) Or they're just getting into it like, well, I have to catch up from years one through like 28. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I know. Yeah. How do you catch up on a show like that? Uh,
0: You have to go with those edited versions. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, even the edited versions are like 365 hours a year if you go an hour per day. So. That's a lot of catch it up. Yeah, you can't do it. It's like someone trying to catch up on a soap that's been running since the 60s, five days a week. It's yeah, not possible. No
1: chance of catching up on General Hospital.
0: Yeah, you just can't do it. It's impossible. Uh, so, <laughs> but all this is wonderful, and it, they're in this kind of like false sense of security because they think they've solved the problem. They've got this arrogance. That, oh, this has worked again. We've done it. Um.
1: Yeah. Well, he goes. He goes and does his regular routine. Mm-hmm. He says hi to the neighbors with his his catch catchphrase. yeah. And he goes to work and he does a good job and he's putting a smile on. And it is one of those moments where, like, maybe he could just, like, accept that this is his life. But now, like, is it worth watching? Because, but again,
0: it's uh, no. it's, it's like Maven Westworld, right? She's pretending mm-hmm. until she has her, her moment that she can do her plan, right? You know, it's just very yeah. similar. And he, uh, you know, he plays this trick.
1: A, instead of a, a girlfriend on the other side, it's a daughter.
0: Yeah, there you go. Yeah um and he uh and i do like whenever it cuts to the real sylvia where like she sees him with the the, the photograph that he's tried to make and as you can see that she's it's, she's happy about it i mean i still think it looks really creepy but she, she she's heart warmed well, by it
1: I, yeah like he's got nothing of her except for the sweater he's kept oh and at work like they've announced on the interview with ed harris that like right. oh they're going to be going through a divorce because clearly the marriage isn't working Yes. And they're going to introduce a new a new lady, and this hot girl shows up at work, and she's wearing the red sweater, the same one.
0: Mm, yeah, so nice she kind
1: of has some similar features to um, uh, what was her name, Sylvia?
0: Imagine taking this job because you're not just taking an acting job. Like, do you know what do you know what the, the, the main roles in this show are for? It's for your weird like uh like actors who love to be in character all the time. Mm. Uh, yeah,
1: Daniel Day Lewis would definitely yeah be in this.
0: Yeah, uh, Jared Didn't Leto, unfortunately, would probably want to be in this. G- Jared yeah. Leto, if you ever want a serial killer plot, I'm your serial killer. <laughs> that's, that's what Jared Leto wants to play.
1: <laughs> yeah, they definitely have to build a prison then.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, no, but he does this thing where he sort of, like, p- pretends to go to sleep in the, the basement and they, they kind of miss the fact that he, he sneaks out. Although, if I have a complaint... He one com- If I have one complaint about this movie, is that they, they commit the cardinal sin of the enhance on the on the video yeah. feed yeah
1: like, Ed they play runner like it.
0: zoom in and enhance and it's like nah come on no 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 no, no. they nah, even
1: nah. say enhance
0: yeah um the fact is is that like well the enhancing wouldn't work but at least like we're at a point now with let's say it's a 4k camera you can zoom in pretty far and it'll still look pretty clear because it's 4k yeah. right we're at a high enough resolution but the, this is 1998 plus you know there's no enhancing. If if you zoom in, and and it looks it's like shit. And his night vision, like it yeah. doesn't look good. No, nah. uh, so uh, he also kind of pulls a bit of a, 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 a Shoshank as well, because
1: because <laughs> we'll just put all the movies in, yeah. Yeah,
0: because because he because like because they send the best friend round as like a sort of like uh, panic button, right? And he comes in with the yeah. beer. He's got the six pack. He's like, buddy, I got briskies. And he's Surprise
1: like, hangout party.
0: Yeah, and I did love like he's talking to him over the like the headset, and he's like, okay, yeah, keep it light, keep talking, you know make it a game you know yeah. keep things entertaining and of course they find the hole in the cupboard and uh, so he's dug out into the garden and he, he pops his head up and he's like what do you want me to do he's gone
1: so and they like don't the talk in the camera
0: <laughs> yeah and, people are watching this <laughs> and it becomes this like search party like you know like someone's been murdered where he, all, all the extras and townsfolk are all like walking in rows looking for him mm-hmm. and even at the point like hey it's hard to find him in the dark bring up the sun <laughs> it's too early for that bring up the sun damn it <laughs> i am god bring up the sun <laughs> yep <laughs> that's basically the attitude. um i liked how it looked kind of different though so you like, see when the sun came up and you see it mm-hmm. hitting the people in the street it was very bright like the sun but that it did look fake like it didn't look like I, I get the impression that maybe there is some sort of real daylight that kind of comes through as well that kind of makes it look more authentic because yeah. the, the the way the light hit the town it kind of felt like this looks like a big light hitting a like a, a stage rather than the natural daylight that it was before, right? Uh, I, f- I feel like that's maybe an intentional little, you know, deviation from before. We'll just kill. But uh, of course, he's on a boat, and as Harris eventually realizes, we're not watching the water. He's on a boat, and this is when he he, he hits him with waves. He's like he hits him with everything, and yeah,
1: Truman seems to be okay with being in the water. All of a sudden yeah.
0: yeah, um, and he there's there's a point where they think they might have killed him. And I'm like, mm-hmm. man, I almost if they did, I'd almost want a sequel about the investigation, the criminal investigation of like Ed Harris murdering this man live <laughs> on TV. Uh, but they're all relieved when he gets up, and I love because that, that super hopeful piano music comes in, and I love how it abruptly cuts when the boat hits the wall, when it hits yeah, the uh, the it's edge. It's such a
1: great moment when like it's like the mast or something goes yeah. through the backdrop of of the horizon of sky because it's such a peaceful moment, and then crash
0: <laughs> yeah um and he's walking along the edge of the wall he tries to like punch his way through it uh, briefly and jackson do you know my favorite part my favorite little detail oddly about this is mm. is that i loved that the paint on this backdrop and then especially when he gets to the stairs because there's like stairs sort of built into it but it's, it's sort of disguised so you can't see the stairs from a distance yeah yeah uh, is it the paint's actually pretty dirty you can tell they've not been out here and we did this in a long time it looks like it's right. been there for a while and there's like sort of dark well marks this is over a real it.
1: set in universal studios and if you ever do the hollywood like mm. back tour they they will take you through that that setup and they use it in all sorts of films like they use it in obviously this film and i think in apollo 13 when the when the capsule lands in the water they use it for that yeah so yeah it's a real backdrop that exists for for filming in many films
0: yeah because uh, you know most films need it or not most but many films need an ocean scene mm-hmm. so why not use a backdrop like this I, I do love that it's one that is actually used to look convincing in other movies but here it's yeah. like no nah, here's how fake it is this is yeah what this is um but he walks up these stairs and ed harris uh, there is one little clunky bit of editing here there's like a line from ed harris before he talks to him saying i want to talk to him and he it, it says it when his back's turned to the camera and it feels like an yard blind that was added in to just
1: i think i noticed that also
0: yeah and i felt like i don't even know if you need it like we'd get it he starts talking to him he's he's got a mic it's fine (laughs) like it's not confusing
1: Mm
0: -hmm. uh but of course you know truman turns around looks up to the sky and it literally feels like the voice of god because it's coming from the clouds it's coming from up above and he basically tries to talk him into staying he's like hey i created this world it's safe in here and this is as real as And you'll get out there and you'll be you know like you'll have everything you ever want in here don't leave you can't leave truman this is my world. And... Yeah,
1: but it's 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 strange because like he said what is anything real and, and 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 Harris says, "Well, you were real. That's what made you so fun to watch or so great to watch. But now he knows it's fake. So if he stays, he won't be real anymore." And would people watch that show or maybe he would agree to have a kid, but then he's condemning his kid to be that way. Yeah, to which... have that life of a lie.
0: And of itself is kind of a, a poignant kind of idea like he doesn't want his child to suffer i mean none of this is brought up directly because it's not like he's actually considering having a kid at this point at all but no. if when you raise that question if if he did agree to that it would be condemning his kid to the same thing he went through and like there's kind of something inspirational but no i want a better world for me and then any kids i do have it will be real and they'll have a real chance of life yeah. you know uh and you know obviously it keeps coming back to the crowd at this point and they're all like paying attention especially sylvia who smiles dearly because because they pay this moment off wonderfully where there's a pause as he's so you he, he think he's deciding what he's going to do and the door's already open in front of him from the start of this and he turns around and says you know it, it, it basically takes a bow after it as well which i love but he says you know in case i don't see you you know uh
1: good afternoon good evening and
0: good, good night thing, yeah uh and takes a bow and walks <laughs> out and you know everyone's kind of cheering you know sylvia's running down the stairs to obviously go meet him uh, mm-hmm. As quick as you can, um, and it goes off the air. It finally goes off the air, and everyone's kind of, and it, it ends in this really sort of like sad little joke where like the security guard's like, "Oh, what else is on?" It was a TV guide.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny actually.
0: <laughs> yeah i don't think it's the, the, the sole point of the movie uh i don't think the whole point of the movie is just to build up to that like oh people are this kind of like th- th- that disposable well, they, to they him. but they
1: still just see him as a tv show and a tv yeah. character and, and entertainment and not a real person
0: yeah and i don't think that's the ultimate point of the movie i think it's a fun little add-on at the end but it's not really yeah. you know the, the story is important the story is real everything it's saying about truman as a character and mm-hmm. him being in this fake world and Uh, the control and uh, so yeah you've got the the human side of analysis from it from truman and you've got the the corporate control and the ethics of that and all that stuff and just something as simple like his first kiss whoever that was with like that was a fabricated moment that he didn't get to choose uh you know like his first everything um and yeah there's there's a cutaway (laughs) at one point where uh it's, it's the security guards complaining he's like uh, you're not gonna see the sex. Anyway, they always like cut to like the wet the, the curtain in the window blowing in the wind or something And they'll yeah. play some music
1: you he can't help but think like Well, he, he probably masturbates too, right?
0: Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah he has to like did did they pump in porn like is porn available on his? We never see music. Well, Maybe computer, that's why he has really. to
1: create women from magazines.
0: Yeah, um, but the, fact, the sad part is though is that even if it's not being broadcast the people in that control room can all see the all the camera feeds they can see everything uh so there's at least a few dozen people at any given time watching him have sex every time yeah. he has sex and it's fascinating that the actress agreed to this like yeah like we're all going to see it it won't be broadcast but there's going to be an audience seeing it so it's interesting yeah um,
1: pretty gross and horrific depending on how you film the the scenes
0: yeah yeah uh
1: but there's always this really colorful light of like euphoric light around everything where it's like this is a utopia and his life is really great so we don't need to interfere
0: so now in the movie i mean it's an uplifting ending obviously the final little joke's a little bit cynical but the actual ending is very happy (laughs) because he does break out of his cage and And i do love
1: we see that lauren or um sylvia has like also run away yeah. with excitement like she's gonna meet up with him
0: yeah i do kind of love that we never see him outside though i love that like mm-hmm. once he's left this dome we don't get to see what his life is anymore because it's not for us to see it's now Yeah, his... even when
1: he opens the door it's just black we don't see what's yeah behind it
0: because even, even though we're not in the con- we're, we're not the same as the viewers watching the show in the movie i do love that parity with them where once he's left that that set it's private to him we, we don't mm-hmm. we don't get to see it because now it's his now it's his life and yeah. we shouldn't get to see that uh it's, it's a wonderful little touch uh, in the direction like, there's so many little touches in the, like the directorial choices throughout the film that i just love mm-hmm. uh it's it's kind of the perfect execution of an idea like the idea is really good but it's like everything they yeah. decide to do i mean in the way.
1: Twi- if this were like a twilight zone episode it would have been like he like we get the reveal the twist and then it's over but you know we get the the reveal really early in the film and it's just watching him play out his life and try to escape that's the movie
0: yeah uh yeah it's wonderful and i I think uh obviously kerry's performance is wonderful I, I uh, ed harris i think is excellent in this role i think mm-hmm. this was kind of like the perfect ed harris role
1: and laura linney's <laughs> performance made me not like her for a while but she is really great
0: yeah uh actually one thing that i noticed is when they're doing the search party stuff the, the new love interest is actually in the search party but laura <laughs> linney's not there it's just it's little things like that uh, yeah i can't do it because i love that you see the twins are two old guys they've got like earpieces like yeah we can't find the son of a bitch like, yeah like, they,
1: they don't like him <laughs>
0: yeah it's so different from their, their characters who are like hey 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 truman yeah we're here today yeah that thing where they both talk like really quickly off each other yeah uh, uh very very uh chuckle brothers in a lot of ways i know you don't know who that is but no uh, but you've
1: brought them up before
0: yes check vision vision you good yeah i'm good hey the dozens of people who got that reference will
1: <laughs> love it there are dozens of us <laughs> dozens more people got that reference
0: <laughs> that's true yes arrested <laughs> development's a bit more contemporary but for for a generation in the uk the chuckle brothers in fact multiple generations they were they were doing kids tv for like 30 years so i mean generations way past mine were still into them um but hey uh that is the Truman Show. I, I think ultimately it's like a really, it's it's really heartfelt. I think because mm-hmm. uh, there's there's a lot of really seedy things. Like if, if they did, if you wanted to make this more of a dark like thriller, like really focus on how skeevy it is, you could have done so. But it kind of focused it through the lens of how the show's creator and how it's presented to the public, how they wanted to feel this idyllic thing. So it has this kind of like sadness and bittersweetness to it. But there's this kind of hopeful breakout. I think it does a good job of emulating what the audience members watching the show and the movie are feeling and it makes (laughs) us feel those similar feelings watching the movie yeah definitely Um, but we feel more in the know than they do I mean they know it's fake but we feel more I guess we feel smarter than they do because we're watching it from the perspective of uh, like you know just because we're we're better (laughs) we're not (laughs) dumb movie characters alright we're better I'm definitely better than the the guy in the bath I'll say that I mean
1: <laughs> i mean reality tv is still like a money-making genre of tv the kardassians are still like i think i said Kardashian. Kardashians are still like rolling in dough and yes. putting Kardashians, everything on
0: kardassians are a star trek race just for the record i
1: know it's hard not to mix them up
0: well, it's yeah, very Kardashian it. it's is like one actually, letter really. It's, it's one letter of a, of a difference. Let's, yeah. let's be honest. Uh, <laughs> so, no. Uh, the movie's wonderful. and I I think every time I see it, I I like it just a little bit more. Yeah, it, it I holds think
1: it's up.
0: great too. Yeah. It, every time I see it, all, all these little details, I I notice a few more of them. And all the ones that are that I did notice before still work and everything just kind of... It's, it's one that ages better and better every time I see it. So, uh, it's very hard to fault it or say very little anything bad about it, to be honest. Outside of the enhance and a weird bit of ADR in one scene. Mm-hmm.
1: Both Ed Harris moments.
0: They are actually. I don't believe in him personally, though. I wouldn't either No. Um. Yeah. Besides, uh, you know, Ed Harris. I mean, it's it's not the the, the role I think of Ed Harris first, because the role I think of Ed Harris first is the Abyss, because that's the first time I saw Ed Harris in something. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's and something. Yeah, And really, here he was. So.
1: Abyss um, and, and what... the Rock.
0: Uh, yes, I didn't see that much later, but yeah, he's good in The Rock. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, yeah, there you go. That's Truman's show. Uh, I guess we're at the point where we're going to rate the movie. Uh, so what are you going to, to rate it?
1: Well, you know, I have to go pretty high on it because it, I, there isn't really anything I can fault it on. Um, I think it is a not. I mean, I mentioned in the beginning, but I, I don't think this is just just holds up i think it's aged really well and as we move forward and technology like privacy is so precious and this movie should make you paranoid about how many cameras you have in your room you know <laughs> or in your house or always on and uh i think it's masterfully directed and performed and i think the the choices that were made for the way it looks is like makes it more compelling and it kind of makes it family friendly. Mm-hmm. It's like a family friendly horror movie and comedy. Um, I th- yeah, I think this movie is really great. So I'm gonna, I w- I was starting at a, at a nine after I watched it, but I think I'm gonna bump it up to nine point five after we talked about because I really don't think that it's there's anything Ooh. wrong with this film.
0: Oh yeah, uh, hmm. Yes, yeah, so this is this is this is an interesting one because I. Hmm. Uh, because uh, probably something you won't agree with because you, you love Master and Commander and I really like Master and Commander, but I think Truman Show is my favorite Peter Weir movie. Um, it's and I never really thought about it in the context of it being like a Twilight Zone episode until mm-hmm. this viewing. Probably just because we've been doing Twilight Zone. And we watch a yeah. lot of that show. <laughs> uh, but it kind of is like a perfect. Yeah. You know, it's it's kind of like it's weird to say that this and Jordan Peele's movies go together as examples of modern movies that kind of embody what the Twilight Zone was. In, in different ways there are different types of Twilos and episodes but they're both twelves on episodes or, or all three are twelves episodes i should say because i'm talking about two john peele movies but uh Definitely. no it's, it's it's uh wonderful so uh i will i think i'm going to uh go for pirate here and say 9.5 as well
1: <laughs> whoa mm-hmm. big
0: day hey you know what if they're going to vote us to do an extra movie I can't be mad when we, we both give it a
1: 8.5 Yeah, right? <laughs> I can't be mad. Like I was surprised cuz you know like I said I haven't seen this since the theater and I've never had the desire to rewatch it probably because I remember it so well like just mm. after one viewing it's you know I I got everything from it and but I'm glad I did like it's it, I thought that the film didn't have a very good reputation for some reason. That people were disappointed by it. But it's, I was wrong. Like it, it's really highly rated.
0: Yeah, it's got a healthy rating on the IMDb. I think Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> score's pretty
1: healthy. Uh yeah, it's like a ninety three or something yeah. on Rotten
0: Tomatoes. It's uh it's hard to fault it. I uh Carey really does have like a, a nice little trio of like really good movies that aren't his like, you know, nineties comedies. Like, you know, he kind of yeah, moved Eternal into...
1: Sunshine is another like yeah I mean, we'll do it eventually but yeah. it's pretty well, up there one that we
0: probably wouldn't do although technically the title is man in the moon i mean that sounds like a sci-fi movie but uh that, that's a movie yeah. as well that i didn't like that much when i first saw it as a kid but when i watched that as a, a later on in life i loved that movie like i thought oh, it was such great, a yeah. it was a great story of uh, th- th- this guy who at the time great i didn't know i didn't know who uh what was his name andy kaufman was at the time uh but not later even on, from
1: god told me to
0: i hadn't seen that yet don't get me wrong when I saw what I saw God told me to add knew Handy Kaufman was <laughs>
1: <laughs> thank you very much
0: <laughs> um so no that's it. yeah we'll, we'll do a Terrell Sunshine at some point that's, again it's another kind of like low-key sci-fi movie. it's more sci-fi than this one I guess because it's got a bit more of a sort of ethereal quality to it but uh you know they're, they're both thought, thought-provoking sci-fi rather well, than we're going to have big spaceships and time travel sci-fi I guess
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: but sci-fi all the same uh I think when are we going to do
1: too. Witness with Harrison Ford?
0: I mean, I guess the Amish are kind of sci fi. You know? <laughs> <laughs>
1: that movie holds up.
0: <laughs> um, so there you go. Uh, that is the Truman Show. Uh, if you made it this far in the review, put the word. Actually, one final point I want to make. I love that the old ladies who watch the show have like commemorative plates of like his wedding like because obviously his wedding was and broadcast. they're wearing the
1: same like pajamas that yeah. Laura Linney's character w- was wearing too because they said everything in the show is yeah. for sale
0: yeah everything's product plates because they have no ads it's all product placement and so they've got yeah. plates they've got photos of his wedding of his like he's like all these like, big moments in his life behind them I just I love the merchandise part of it it's great alright it. so if you've made it to this point of the review if you made it this far uh, to the end in the comments put the word Fiji in the comments pg there you go put that in Makes there sense. uh and i'm going to get tarot a pose for the thumbnail now so make sure the top of your head's not cut off i'm going to say three two one and so
1: oh, is that two no it's okay
0: that's fine That's fine yeah all right three two one pose let's <laughs> <laughs> go with a straight <laughs> smile for this one
1: <laughs> yeah it's good it's great even great film yeah Okay, no, I could get behind
0: it. Alright, uh, so there we go. That has been Truman's show. Uh, thank you very much for watching and listening. Uh, please, If you're on YouTube, please do like. Liking is really important. It helps us out a lot and uh, lets YouTube know that we're worth recommending out so more people find us. So it's super super important. Uh, of course, we mentioned Patreon earlier. Uh, Patreon.com slash You can support us over there financially. And of course, you can get us on Twitter at The Ace Podcast if you want to follow us on there uh, for updates and clips and all that kind of jazz um of course uh tara would you like to recommend any other Plus tv content that you think people should watch
1: uh sure um well I, we've already brought up the twilight zone that we're watching it we're also watching the new twilight zone season two oh, oh. of the cbs all access <laughs> series oh, oh. so you can watch it along with us all the episodes have been released for the show but we're working through it one week at a time so it's all we can take
0: yes yes so watch uh, it with us yes uh very much the opposite of this movie review where i will be exceedingly negative for the vast majority of that uh you've been warned
1: and if you like the twilight zone i've been you know somewhat positive on it
0: (laughs) i mean borderline positive Uh, this movie i (laughs) bore you you, you play a good cop just to balance out, but you really don't like it that much
1: (laughs) i mean i'm never gonna watch it again
0: yeah well there you go there you go. And Tara's seen some crap, like, a lot of times.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That is some shit. Yeah. Uh, Alright, that is us. That has been uh, the Atomic Cinema Experiment. This has uh, been a, a kind of an extra episode slotted in between two of the regular episodes, so last time we told you the next movie coming up was going to be what happened to Monday, uh, and that is still true at the end of this one. Uh, that is going to be the next episode. This is just slotting in between. So uh, there you go. So thank you very much. Once again, for watching and listening, we always appreciate it. Keep watching science fiction movies and computer at Salsa.
1: Good afternoon, good evening, and good night.